Hello and welcome to the Mixed Air Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip hop from boom bap to trap. We're a group of hip hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip hop. My co-hosts are Kev and DJ Reaper. Tonight's show, we're going to be going over a review of our man Wale's new project, Forlorian 2. And we're also going to be bringing in our segment, The Flavor. All right, so let's jump into it. For Lauren, too, thoughts on the overall project, or do you guys want to get into the production first? I, I really liked it. It was, you know, the, the little conscious, uh, I guess, Black Lives Matter pandemic when he le- released last year was was okay, but I think it was a little too, um, a little too hard for Wale. But when he's, you know, when he's kind of in his his groove, which he, which he did here. It, it sounded real good. Um, I know some of the singles he has released already. So, you know, you're kind of familiar with some of the songs, but, um, I didn't really like, I didn't really care for too many of the singles, to be honest. I remember you played me that Chris Brown one and we was listening to it and I couldn't get it then. But I guess in the context of the album, it was something I could, um, I, I enjoyed listening to. You know, I listened to I've been listening to it um, over the past week and, you know, I listened to it straight through front to back. I'm not saying that some of those uh, not so good songs are not skippable tracks, but I think they just flow so well with the album that is nothing to make me want to hit the skip button. You know, I feel real comfortable and sounds good. Just, list, you know, just letting it play. So, you know, it's a. It's a very, very good album. It's a a good four out of five, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt. I'm with you on that one, too, uh, Kev. I'm telling you, uh, I thought that the project was the perfect amount of songs. I also thought that it was curated fairly well. I think that um, he did jam a few other kind of radio hits together, and he could have spread them out a little better. Uh, But overall, I thought the production was pretty, pretty good. And uh, I think this is one of his better projects. You know, um, uh, the 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 J. Cole joint, Poke It Out, that joint is uh, being used for NXT wrestling. No, no, not not that one. I'm sorry. Which one is being? Down South. Yeah, that's the one that's being uh, played for NXT. And then um, the new WWE champion is coming out to uh, one of the songs. So, you know, uh, Raleigh's winning and you know how much he likes to win. And uh, I appreciate it, man. What you think, Reaver? Um, I think I'm being real generous with four out of five, man. This is not a four out of five record, like like not even close. I'm going to call the Wale album mid. But when I say mid in this situation, I don't mean mid as in booty. I mean mid as in just middle of the road. I would say the opposite of what y'all said. I would say the singles are the best tracks, the strongest tracks on the album. Poke It Out, uh, Angles with Chris Brown and Down South it are the, the standout tracks on the record. Um, outside of that, I would say uh, Tiffany Nikes was okay. Extra Special was okay. Fire and Ice was okay. But there's some songs right in that middle section, maybe like 9 and 10, like the one with the... The boys to men dude on there is nah. I'm cool on that and jump. I'm cool on that one too. And uh, yeah, jump and yeah, jump with uh, little Chris. <laughs> yeah, I like 
like all of them right after like all of the <laughs> like all of the ones right in the middle of like between angles is eight and down south is 12 all of the ones in that little span i'm cool on all of those on which one but uh oh my goodness i nah it rep it it rep dc yeah he could have mixed that up a little bit i definitely i'm with you on that one reaver yeah and uh i mean down south down south slang no 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 it's like oh that's a banger right there and poke it out is doing all right in the clubs here a lot of you know Chinese people obviously don't get the vibrant thing sample, but uh, yeah, those two are are standouts for sure. And um, I'd like to make a comment too about a bunch of people making. Uh, it's just the thing to do right now is sample tracks from the late '90s and early 2000s, just like add drums and oh, we've got a new song and that's cool, I guess, but. I just think, you know, in 10 years, 20 years, like, are are people going to, like, resample a resample? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yes, and they will. And they will. Um, it, But it shows to the, uh, the longevity of the music from that time period because, I mean, I don't want to sound negative, but are we going to hear... Artists 20 years from now sampling a future record? Uh, maybe. Depends on which future record, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, but with with the way, you know, the, with the way things change, like you can kind of see right now things are changing in some way. It's it's a lot of that woe is me, lyrical stuff is kind of phasing out a little bit. Even the those uh, slow ass trap beats, I think, are going to be phasing out at some point. But it's weird you say that because uh, I did listen to that Megan mixtape she put out today, and and I'm I'm almost afraid to say that she sounded good with all these sampled beats from the '90s and the early 2000s. I mean, but that's the thing too. Like, if it's a mixtape, that's expected. You know, it's just. You know, like, because you don't have to put album budget into a mixtape if you don't want to. Get a bunch of other people beats, beats that you wish that you could have rapped on or, or whatever, and just, just rap, like, because you're putting it out for free. That's fine. But, like... I mean, but but at the same time, it's what's considered an album these days and what's considered a mixtape. Because, like, I thought that Cardi B had three, four albums out. And and, they, and somebody, my wife was telling me, no, she only got one album. All the rest of that stuff was mixtapes. And I'm like, what the hell? What, what's a mixtape then? It's just like retail release. Like, is it free or not? But everything is free. I mean, damn near. I mean, but not really. Where can you go give? I mean, like, it's, 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 it's go ahead. I mean, it's, it's really clear. Like, it's free or it's not free. Like, Drake So Far Gone was put on the internet for free. The first Falaren, uh was a mixtape. Uh, mixtape about nothing. Like, it's just... This stuff is free. It's put on the internet, that piff or live mixtapes or whatever, download for free. You're not breaking any laws. But if it was released on Apple Music or that piff is still operating? I don't know if that piff is still operating, but that was that was the jam back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm kind of shocked when you said it. You was like that piff. I'm like, wait a minute. I gotta I used to love that piff, but I used to love that piff too. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, the few 
uh, hip hop blogs or websites we have now will upload what is supposed to be free. But I'm going to be honest, it's 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 maybe only two I kind of go, really go on nowadays. And and I still can't really tell the difference between what's a mixtape and what's an album. For me, for me, mixtape songs you rarely hear on the radio. But if a number of these artists out here now have full projects, and someone says one is an album and three is a mixtape, but this one of these supposed mixtapes has four singles that they playing all over the radio, it's my logic of what a mixtape should be. That's not it. I mean, well, Drake's because like best I ever had was his first like. Or maybe successful, like, you know, and those were both on the mixtape, you know, he put it out for free, but these were just like hot enough that you like to say it made it to the radio and he never re-released those on any of the albums. Um, and then uh, ASAP Rocky, shout out to ASAP Rocky. Uh, yesterday was the 10 year anniversary of the Long Live ASAP, the first mixtape that he put out with Peso on there and Purple Swag. But again, those songs had music videos and was like on you know, don't get me quoting MTV or 106 or whatever it was on. It was on TV 10 years ago, but that was mixtape stuff. He put out all that stuff for free or like paid for it out of his own pocket, you know. And now for the 10 year, he re-released it so you can find it on Spotify and Apple Music and stuff because it's an official release. And he changed the track list a little bit. But uh, I mean, but still, everything you just said about what happened 10 years ago still doesn't sound like a mixtape to me. I mean, it was. Just, I mean, I guess you could call it a big budget mixtape. You know, like he put some time and effort that people don't always put into mixtapes. But the point is, the clear distinction is: is this designed as something for free, or is this retail? And it's is it was right. But I mean, but if you put out something with twelve original songs with little to no sampling stuff that you can just put out, you don't have to worry about no clearance then why not make it an album instead of a mixtape? Because, I mean, these artists are still signing jacked up contracts. So why, still, I will feel like you want to put a little something in your favor instead of them determining what's a mixtape and what's an album when you clearly have no samples on this mixtape and it doesn't count towards your contract. It, I, I don't know. It's just confusing, but... I mean, but sometimes like so when again, so let's use Drake again. So Drake put out uh, Room for Improvement in 06 and then he put out Comeback Season in 07, 08. But he didn't he wasn't affiliated with like Young Money until like 08, 09 and then wasn't officially cast money until he was already making So Far Gone. So he put out So Far Gone and there's a lot of tracks again that he didn't own the rights to on there. And then after he came out and got buzz or whatever, but he wasn't ready for the album, he put out the So Far Gone EP. And it wasn't just a straight re-release of the mixtape, again, because he didn't have the rights to all of those songs, the clearance and everything. So it was just like the songs that he did have that were original songs, and then he made like two new songs and put out the, the EP as like a holdover for the album. But then all these years later, same thing. He did a re-release of So Far Gone for the 10-year and he cleared all of the things, even though there was like a Jay-Z beat on there and like a Leaky Lee beat on there and stuff. And he just paid for the clearance and re-released it for, uh, you know, a lesser price, like $6.99 or whatever, instead of $9.99 on Apple because 
is like 10 years old, but, but it became a retail project where, whereas it was free before, but now it's available officially. Mm, Okay. But anyway, back to this Wale. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I think, you know, you're going to ask me later, stream or no stream. I'm going to say, go ahead and stream it. But I think it's very mid. It's very like the issue with Wale is he Besides the first album and besides the, the two mixtapes, mixtape about nothing and uh, more about nothing, and you could even throw back to the feature in there, which is another great mixtape. Uh, all of his stuff is like it's borderline great or it's it's not it's it's very good, but it's not great or it's good, but it's not very good. It's like somewhere right in that three, three point two five, three point five. It's like always circling in there. It's never like. <laughs> Besides more about nothing, because that mixtape is fire. But there's never just a clear, this is four out of five. This is five out of five. This is like top level Wale. It's always like, meh, meh. If he didn't do this, it would have been better. Or if he did it like this, it would have been better. Or if he would have tightened up the, you know, the distribution of tracks or put a couple of less tracks or rearranged it or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what I got to say. Y'all, y'all got the floor. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt. So I'm going to jump in and just say that uh, I'm with you on that. And again, I hate to throw it in there. If it was rearranged a little bit better, not much, I would put this as in his top five uh, projects easily. I think that he has enough hits. He didn't put a lot of tracks on this cut and it, and it worked. It worked well. And, you know, Wale usually is good for one, maybe two radio radio hits. But for him right now, if this particular project to have four possible radio hits, it, it's impressive for him. And I, and I get the critical nature of the way you come at it, Reaper. But for somebody who roots for the established guys who've been around, you know, grinding in this game for a long time, I got to give him that credit that this far in the game, he said to himself, I got to do something that's going to appeal to the masses. Whereas for a long time, he's kind of done music for himself and his crew. And I think this time he really, really thought about what hip hop needed at this moment. And, and you know, you know this may be uh, outlandish to you guys, but as far as the projects that have been put out for this year from the established dudes, unless Kendrick Lamar comes with something really heavy, I think he's beaten out. I think I think uh, I think he's beat out J. Cole. I think he's beat out a lot of, you know, uh, Kanye. I put this above Kanye's project. It's right there. I'm not going to say it's neck and neck with Drake, but it's right there. You know, it's in the conversation of of, of just as decent as, as Drake's project. Uh, um, you know, uh, Young Thug's project. I put it right up there with that as well. Uh, you know, I know it might sound outlandish, but for for Wale, and again, I, I get that. You know, it sounds like I may be giving him exceptions, but I'm I'm going for track for track, and I'm and, and we've we've called out quite a few tracks for this. For me, like I said, I I, I like the name Ring Bell, Poke It Out, uh, Tiffany Nike, Caramel, uh, Flukatat, uh, Angles, uh, you know, uh, 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 Down South. Uh, all those that's a lot of tracks for only 15 uh 15 songs on the projects we're naming you know a l- close to half of the project that at least me i'm naming half of the project that's worthwhile listening to so 
you know, I, I, I'll, I'll defer to you guys on your thoughts. But again, I, I think it's a solid project. I'm not saying that it's it's a, a, a five micer. I'm not saying that it's a classic. But for what's come out for 2021, this is right there with the best stuff that's come out in 2021. Okay, like I think I, I don't know. It's like maybe like a week or two ago when I was saying how people will take samples and don't switch it up a little bit, and it you know just kind of playing a sample, and then you don't add no certain touches to it. It was moments on this album with some of the samples. I'm I, I had the original song in my head, and it took a little bit away from his his version of it or what he was saying. And that's like one of the few like bad things I could really say, in my opinion. Um, I don't really care for the Chris Brown song. Uh, but like I said, only reason I listen to it because it flows so well with the album. It's I I think this would have been a better mixtape than album. And and, and I think we put too much emphasis on albums and impacts and what should be on the album when a lot of times um, the freedom or I guess the artist is more relaxed with a mixtape and you could tell the difference in the two because a lot of times a mixtape sounds way better than an album. Just like with Wale, his mixtapes are far better than his albums, but you know, if I had to compare his catalog, uh, you know, his three mixtapes are better than his album. But if it was just albums alone, this might be his, I, I don't know, first or second best album he's ever done. Um, and that's kind of surprising. I do think that I can't agree with your point about uh, established artists and he's right up there, if not better than a lot of the established artists. Um, I am going to kind of sound crazy a little bit here. Um, I'm giving a lot of credit today, so y'all, y'all better write this down. And remember this. Um, uh, I already gave credit to Megan, and now I'm about to give credit to somebody I just criticized not that long ago. But um, <laughs> if enough ears get to that Big Sean and Hit Boy project, I think you will forget. I think people will forget about Wale's album real fast. Even though the Big Sean project was only five songs, it was a very good effort. It's just Big Sean doesn't have anyone in the studio to tell him no. And that was his problem with this EP. And I think that's where I see some of his problems at. It was just like he had certain beats where he just kept rapping instead of stopping. And then that's just, I don't know. I, I like, I did kind of like that little stop and go flow he used to have um when he raps for like a long time it takes away from a lot of his songs but when he's in that stop and go mode yeah he i, I can see him being up there with the coles the kendricks the drakes the kanye's and whoever else it's not too many people that can rap better than him but like right now i enjoyed the big sean EP with Hit Boy more than I did to Megan, and uh, and and it's kind of edging Wale's album right now. But overall, Wale did a very solid effort. I think he, um, I think he did enough for the radio for the commercial success. Where uh, 
people should, you know, give it, give it a chance. Um, I think he did enough to show a range in certain areas, like the song with um the guy from Boys and Men or Caramel. He had another one. And it kind of just shows that he has a he can be versatile and put in the right moment. Overall, I, I overall it was good. And I hope he can pick up on this momentum for whatever he does next. Yeah, that's what's up, Kev. So let me jump in with this question then. Do you think his problem has been Maybach music? No. Yes. Absolutely yes. No. No. Oh, let's talk about it. You know what, man? I, I think I think one of his problems is he was signed. He should have stayed underground. People to say underground, he wouldn't have had the expectations that people put on him. But Maybach wasn't it though. I think Maybach gave him freedoms in some way. The only thing Maybach hurt him in could have been like advertisement. But I mean, a lot of times that's on the artists themselves. I mean, it switched up his whole. I mean, it, in a in a way, like it was such a left field sort of thing. It was like Hulk Hogan joining the NWO almost. It was like, huh? Like, <laughs> but that but ah, that's a bad comparison. I mean, that's a bad comparison. I mean, I'm not calling Maybach music the bad guys in NWO, but what I'm saying is, Wale pre Maybach music was, you know poetry i mean he made lotus flower bomb after but he was like that kind of style like just you know he was backpack too but he was like on the poetic tip like trying to get you to think inner self that kind of thing and then when he signed with maybach music it was just it was super left field because they were like at the time this was right when uh meek mill was coming like well i'm a boss and then they linked up with uh lex luger and it was they was making real hard stuff and it was just like wale didn't have no hard stuff at the time so it was cool because he got exposed to like a whole different fan base. I remember when he came out, they did the self-made Maybach Music record and he had 600 bins on there. He was on a couple of Ross tracks and he was like, well, this does sound cool because it's like a styles clash. But it was, I don't know. I think that was the beginning of the end because he, for a long time, was just kind of a member of the Maybach Music team as instead of just nike boots wale you know no doubt i'm i'm you know i hate to go against kev on this one but i i, I i'm with you uh reaper i think that maybach really held him back i think he needed to be with somebody uh on the east coast not somebody down south it just it just didn't fit him and i could go with the underground thing the only thing about that is that i think he's bigger than underground i just think that he was the type of cat that needed a push to be larger than life. And and I, I think this project gives him that. He's been fighting for it for a long time. And I think that uh, he got with the right people. I think that uh, uh, Ricky Rose gave him the opportunity to get with the right production people and, and put out a project that's going to make him fan friendly. You know, for a long time, he you know, he's definitely got the ladies. He's you know he's he he's become the dude that makes songs that the ladies like. But on this particular track, you know, there's some cuts on here for the fellas. And like I said, that NXT joint, uh, the the walkout for um for um I forget the the WWE champion name, but for you know those two songs, really down south is really hot. You know, and 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 it, now the street dudes are gonna show him some love. And I think that matters. It matters a lot. 
And I think that's what all the other uh, established artists like J. Cole and, and Kendrick and Kanye had. They had street dudes that was like, all right, I fuck with them. So, you know, now I think they'll fuck with uh, Wale a lot more, you know. So uh, let's move into that time of the of the show. Stream or no stream, Kev? Stream. Definite, definite. Um, it's very enjoyable. It I I think it's a I think in one sense you can kind of say this is a different, a slightly different view of Wale. I don't know. I, and I'm and, and I I'm not wanna compare him to Nas, but I think Wale is gonna ha- get that Nas stigma attached to him, someone who could be a lot better, but certain they 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 don't pick the best beats that's what a lot of people feel about Nas he he's a bad beat picker before um hooking up with Hit Boy but I think Wale is going to end up in that category down the line um but this album here kind of you know held held that off for a little bit but eventually he's going to be in that in that picture at some point but not right now. Not what he did just now. Yeah, that's what's up. All right. For me, same stream for me. And I'm telling you to stream just because uh, this cat's worked really hard. He's grind. I mean, really put in the grind and, and, and the work necessary to be uh, uh, to get his flowers. You know, I know he's complained about not getting flowers since uh, uh, probably what three or four projects ago but this is the project where he will get his flowers now and 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 be talked about on the stage of uh your your, your coles your your lamars kendrick lamars and your, your kanye's your Nas's. so definitely this is worth a stream and uh, we're gonna let reaper uh, anchor this one reaper final thoughts as well as stream or no stream um yeah like i said uh stream it it's it's good on the cusp of very good but not great there's some tracks on there that'll remind you of the late 90s and middle 2000s um there's some introspective tracks there's a couple of tracks that don't quite belong but i think it's an enjoyable uh 60 minutes or so cool that's what's up and that was our review of our boy wale's new project for laren 2 Forlorn. (laughs) All right. So now we're going to go into our segment, The Flavor. And I'm going to start this one off with my. Hold up. Before we go on, let's give a special, special, special congratulations to Jay Z and. LL for getting inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, hit the applause. Hit the applause. Hit the applause. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, cool. My bad. I didn't know that. Let me get the applause ready for that. My bad. I did not know that. Let me jump back. I'm sorry. I was getting ready to play the music. All right. Applause for Jay-Z and LL. (laughs) 
All right. I appreciate that, Kev. Again, that uh, always on the news. And that's when you talk about a real head when you're up on the news like that. Uh, I totally missed that because I've been in transit this uh, the, today. Uh, so, again, we're going to move on to our segment, The Flavor. And I'm going to start this one off with my pick. And here we go. And that was my girl Flo Millie with Ice Baby. So let's jump into it with uh, 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 Reaper. What are your thoughts on my pick? Ah, man, you know what? I was with it because like I said, I've said this on a couple of the shows. Uh, the female MCs right now are really going for it a lot more than the uh, male MCs, especially even over the trap beats. Like sometimes people use the trap beats and then they have the, the quote unquote trap flow. This is kind of like, uh, just because it's a trap beat doesn't mean you can't still like throw some metaphors and some cool stuff in there. And uh, like I said, the female MCs are really going for it on that. So I'll, I'll give her that. But you know what, man? We was just talking. I can't remember. Was it this show or was it me and my friends talking about this? There, I think it was on this show. I'll, I'll say it again just in case it wasn't this show. Anyway, sometimes rappers just say anything. Like they don't actually say stuff that makes sense. And I'm not talking slang or, or anything, but if you think about what you're saying or you just alter a couple of the words, it would be much better. So you guys remember BMF, Rick Ross and Styles P. Did I tell this story or no? Tell it again. Okay, I'll tell it again. So BMF a couple of years ago, uh, well, a couple of years ago, it was a decade ago now, but Rick Ross and Styles P. Styles P comes on at the end of the song and he says, blah, 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 extension, guns guns from red dead redemption and it's cool because at the time red dead redemption was this game that was out and it was a really popular game and it's like oh styles p likes to play red dead redemption just like me that's cool but the in the game you play as a cowboy this like old-timey cowboy who uses a revolver and if you say guns from red dead redemption and you have this old-timey revolver is that scary is that tough like, is that what you want to say? Like, I'm going to use a gun from the 1800s? I don't think that's cool. However, if you said guns like Red Dead Redemption, right? Because there's an array of shooting and violence in the game. You could say like, oh, I've got unlimited ammo like Red Dead Redemption. You, you see what I'm saying? Like that. So in this song that you just played, uh, that we just heard, uh, what was the line? Oh, Golden Ticket not but i'm not willy wonka and it's just like but why don't you say golden ticket just like willy wonka or golden ticket call me willy wonka why would you say golden till it not willy wonka because that was the point of the movie <laughs> you know like <laughs> just alter one word two words and it's a whole different bar and it actually makes more sense but um the song was all right. The song was whatever. You know, a trap song with the, the female MC, Flo, Flo Millie going for it. But 
when I heard that line, I immediately rolled my eyes because I'm just kind of like, ah, whatever. But yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, Reaper. Let's move on to Kev. Kev, your thoughts on my pick, Flo Millie's Ice Baby. Oh, man. I- I'm real biased on this one. Um, I love Flo Millie, man. It's it's not a lot of songs that I don't like her on. And this is a I love her on this song, and it's it's so it's so not right, but it's so beautiful at the same time. It's just like I don't know what she's talking about, but she get she get into her little bag, she be flowing, and she just be random word after random word after random word after random word, but she make it all sound good, and she got so much anger and energy, and I just love it. Ah. Oh. I'm mad I didn't hear this song yet. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Kev. I'm telling you, man, when I heard it, I was like, damn, she going in. Now, again, I did not critique the words. I did listen to it a couple times and I was just like, I just I'm, her flow was so strong and she's so confident in what she's saying that it kind of distracts you from really hearing. And, and that but that's because I'm not the biggest head, whereas Reaper honed in right away and was like, oh, that don't make no sense. A lot of it probably didn't make no sense, but the joint was hot. She was coming at it hard. That's why Flo Millie's in my top. You know, I, I, you know, I know that everybody loves Megan and everybody loves Cardi B, but for me, if it comes to the females in this game that do the ratchet shit, Flo Millie is doing it for me. She just does it. That's all, you know. All right, so let's move on to our next song and the flavor, and that is brought to us by our anchor man Kev. And here we go. I heard niggas was being Keisha no rapping. So that train hit us around, she was clapping. More like a trolley at the follies when she laughing. She'll let you cut and direct, ain't no acting. That little Roddy was popping up all the crackers. He'll turn Chris for them rocks and new. All right, and that was our man Versatile with his song Secondhand Smoke. I'm going to jump in and say that, man, I thought that the production on this was really, really nice. Uh, uh, I'm not that uh, familiar with Versatile, but uh, I enjoyed what he was putting down. And, uh, you know, it was a, a upbeat a hip-hop song that, that I'm always fighting for. And uh, he, I, I think this is a young cat. I know everybody will tell me if he's not. But if he's a younger cat and he's putting out music like this, I'm super, super cool with it. Plus, his visuals was crazy because he had the uh, the big body bends in, in, in his um, his uh, thumbnail. So that's what's up. Let's jump into it. Reaper, what are your thoughts on uh, Kev's pick, Versatile, with Secondhand Smoke? I think it sounds all right. It's uh, I like the... The sample, was it a guitar lick or whatever it was? That sounded cool throughout. And the guy, the first guy, I couldn't tell if it was two people or not, but the first person kind of sounded like Easy e for real, for real. Did y'all pick up on that? No. No? No. I don't know. Maybe it's just through the, uh, through the uh, methods that we're listening to. It. That was a London Bernard. Okay. I feel like he sounded like a young Easy e but... Maybe that's just me. Anyway, uh, 
yeah, it was decent overall. Nothing uh, super crazy, but not weak. Just, you know, mid-grade, positive mid-grade, though. All right, that's what's up. Uh, Kev, why did you choose Versatile Secondhand Smoke? Just just like you were saying, um, it's a very upbeat track. I don't think he's that young, to be honest with you. He does have a video out. He looks like an older guy, but I mean, but still, to still make music like this in this day and age, young or old, I think it's a good thing regardless. So, you know, and it was just, this is a random guy. I, I never heard this guy before. It was just scrolling. I saw this video. I said, let me check it out. And and I was just like, man, this guy's good. And I listened to some more of his stuff. I mean, he's real good. I'm surprised he doesn't have a, a, a bigger presence, I guess, online or even in some of the underground circles where, you know, like a someone like a RJ Payne or a Ransom or uh, Apollo Brown not featuring this guy somewhere on their albums. And he's, you know, I think he fits in with these guys, but I don't know. But, you know, I, I enjoy it. Um, he has another, another, some other songs, but um, I can't remember if he has an album or not. But if he puts a good album out, man, I think he can give some of these... Um, over 30 guys uh, run for their money. All right. So that's what's up. Now we're going to move on to our man DJ Reaper's pick. And here we go. And that was DJ Shay Money with What's Up Shay. I'm going to jump in first and just say, welcome to the hood, baby. That was straight Florida <laughs> ratchetness. I loved it. It was all about, and I think you need that in the game, baby. You need that. And, you know, when you at the club and you tipsy and you just want to hear just some just <laughs> recklessness. And that's what I'm talking about. So definitely I'm showing this mad love. Uh, 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 Kev, what are your thoughts on uh, DJ Shay's uh, what's up, Shay? I'm sit. I was just sitting here and I, I really, really enjoyed it. I laughed and I, and, and I didn't even, and I was just, and that was a great sample, though. That's that good no limit sample that just gets you riled up. Oh man, and, and, and as I'm sitting here, I'm like, I can't play this for my wife because she would blast this in the car <laughs> going to the grocery store. <laughs> but um, I, I I I love it. Um, and I think that's one one of the things I think that's missing today is that right, right. Um, you right. know, music it doesn't matter if you're conscious or got a message or whatever. If if the rhythms that you're giving out can sound fun, you could say Nick Nat Paddy get a dog a bone. But if that beat is bumping. <laughs> 
it's gonna be a hit. And that's and we don't have no good beats nowadays. And I think that's why so many people are critical of what some of these younger artists are saying lyrically, because you got these sad, slow or terrible beats, right? Pick it up a little bit or something, you know, and people will overlook the lyrics. And I mean, like this song here, I have no idea what this guy was talking about, but it sounded funny. It sounded like he was telling a good story. I enjoyed it. I'm going to go listen to it some more. <laughs> and this is what we need. You know I mean, like everybody could be a star with this stuff instead of just giving garbage out. And, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. I'm telling you, I got to jump back in on this one and just say, definitely, this is what is needed. This We just gave you in three songs the diversity that hip hop needs. We gave you trap female royalty spitting. We gave you on the trap beat. We gave you uh, old school <laughs> 80s boom bap, 90s boom bap. And then we give you uh, Miami dirty south ratchetness. And and th- there's nothing wrong with it. And we love them all. So, again, th- this is what hip hop needs. That diversity is everything. So, Reaper, why did you choose DJ Shea Money? What's up, Shay? Well, yeah, man. The stuff Kev was just saying, man. I've uh, I've got a chance to play it for some older heads, and they hear that that C murder sample, and they're just they get riled up. They're like, man, I remember when this came out, you know, kind of thing. So it's like, and it's going in line with uh, I told you sampling a lot of stuff from the '90s and 2000s right now that's going on, and um, and I told you I'm in the clubs almost every week uh, doing sets and stuff, and I need something that's gonna get the party going, and that sample and just. When the beat drops, what's up, Shay? Make them, make them wait. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's that's what people are uh, warming up to. And um, my only complaint, I wish it was a little bit longer. I think the whole song might only be a minute and 45 seconds or something like that. It's real short. But, um, yeah, it's just something that works for the club. And I've actually had a couple of people tell me that it was a little bit too vulgar for their liking. But, like, some of the vulgar lines are, like, jokey vulgar. Like, it's... It's vulgar, but it's like, it's a joke, you know, like, come on, like, lighten up, you know? <laughs> and, and, uh, but what, oh, mean, yeah, <laughs> definitely. You just got to change your place where you're playing it at in the club. You just got to change it up because you, you cannot play this track in the first uh, uh, hour of your set. This got to be one of the closers, you know, get you out of there on a high note, you know, folks. Well, let me ask you this. Hold on. Go ahead. What vulgar compared to what though? Like what 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 else was on the set set list? And they said this song was vulgar, but not something else. Oh well, this wasn't a club setting. This was just like, just like how me and you and you, me and you and you, me and y'all are talking right now. It was just like, <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about putting this in my set this weekend. Uh, I just heard this. Oh, check it out. Tell me what you think. And they just heard it you know, on a Tuesday afternoon and they're just like, bro, go ahead with this. Like, why is it so much cussing? Why is it so much, you know, leaking this and leaking that and from the front, from the back? It's just like, eh, I mean, yeah, lighten up, man. Like, when you hear this in the club, though, like, this going to be fire. I mean, but, okay, so this is a person that you know. Yeah. What other songs have they skidded through? It didn't say vulgar or bad then. Um, I mean, that's a very good question. But again, maybe you could count it up to the delivery or like the loudness of his voice or like 
the descriptiveness, you know, like some of the stuff that, you know, the Migos or whoever you want to throw under the bus, they say is wild too, but it's like, they just riding the beat so well that you're not paying attention. But like everything that uh Beat King says on this is like, and everything that Beat King says on all of his tracks is like really enunciated, really loud, really like in your face with how vulgar it is. But, but again, like you said, Florida, Uncle Luke, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, like this ain't nothing new. No, no, no. You're right. And- not at all. This is right in the pocket. Yeah, and I was just curious as to um, yeah. how would you know what was one person's opinion of Olga compared to another? Um, that's just like the Flo Millie song. You was paying attention to the lyrics. I wasn't. You know, I was just so caught up in the song, and even this song, it was, um, it was moments that I did pay attention. That I end up laughing, but me laughing maybe missed something else later on. So I just sat back and really enjoyed it. So. You know, yeah. I don't know. It was just something I just I enjoyed, and it has to be something that I'm not interested in, probably to really concentrate on someone's lyrics. But if you know, like I say, if somebody got a good beat, I think it takes you a minute to really figure out what they're saying. You know, because you're so caught up in that moment. It you know what they're saying is not that major. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I feel you on that one. I would say. uh give excuse me anything beat king is putting out especially if you want to club stuff check check that out uh thick the remix with megan and he's got one called then leave and uh what's up shay and just just type in beat king and just anything that's got beat king on it b-a-t-k-i-n-g beat king just uh rock with that he's getting a lot of spins in in the clubs right now all right that's what's up and this was our segment, The Flavor. All right. And uh, just like to thank the listeners for checking us out and uh, downloading the podcast. We really appreciate you. Um, you can check us out uh, with any questions or comments. We are also looking for guests to come on the show and give their opinions on some of our reviews, as well as uh, bring us new music to the flavor. And you can reach us at under a groove network at gmail.com. Again, that's under a groove network at gmail.com. Uh, Kev, tell them where they can find us on social media. Uh, Twitter is mix era rap and on Instagram is Mixed Air Rap Pod. All right, that's what's up. Uh, Reaper, tell them where they can find you on all platforms. Uh, all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Mixcloud, if you like. DJ Mix is at the 313kid, T-H-E, 313-K-I-D. All right, and let me just close out by saying again, we really thank you guys. This has been a great year. Uh, I love the nucleus that we have. Uh, I think we've really put in some real hard work trying to uh, entertain everybody with a good conversation and um, giving the best reviews we can, the most honest, raw opinions that we can give. And we hope you guys are enjoying it. We got some new surprises coming up in the future. Uh, We got guests coming on. We got giveaways coming up and uh, things just going to keep going uh, in the right direction, man, with, with your support. So tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, with that, we just like to say, we out of here.
Peace.